Welcome to the SPE Podcast, powered by the Society of Petroleum Engineers. You're listening to the September 2023 episode of the SPE President's Podcast, Creating Our Energy Future, with incoming 2024 SPE President, Terry Palish. And now your moderator, Director of SPE Magazines, Pam Boji. Welcome to the Society of Petroleum Engineers Podcast with our 2024 President, Terry Palish. I'm Pam Boji, Director of SPE Magazines, and Terry joins me today to share his thoughts about being named president with the official passing of the baton from 2023 President Med Kamal at our annual technical conference and exhibition in San Antonio in October. Terry is the Vice President of Technology and Engineering at Carbo Ceramics in Richardson, Texas. He began his career with ARCO, during which he served 10 years in Alaska and four years as a Senior Petroleum Engineering Advisor in Algeria. He joined Carbo in 2004 and in his current position leads a team of technologists developing and championing new products and services and advising clients on completion and fracture optimization. Terry has been an SPE member for more than 40 years, serving in various roles, including past chairman of the SPE Dallas section. He has been the past chair of the ATCE technical program and the former SPE completions technical director. He is an SPE distinguished member and received the award for distinguished service, as well as the SPE Mid-Continent Regional Completions Optimization and Technology Award and the Regional Service Award. In 2013, he was named one of the top 15 best engineers by the Texas Independent Producers and Royalty Owners Association. And in 2015, he was named the SPE Dallas Section Engineer of the Year. He has authored more than 50 SPE technical papers and holds several patents. He holds a bachelor's degree in petroleum engineering from the University of Missouri Rolla, now the Missouri University of Science and Technology and was recently recognized as a distinguished alumnus. Welcome, Terry. It's a pleasure to talk with you today. Well, thank you, Pam. It's it's fun to be with you. Um, I'm excited to, to kick off this series that we've discussed doing, um, and hopefully the members will find it useful. Um, but, uh, but again, I'm excited to be here, and I'm excited to talk to you. So that our members learn a bit about you and a little bit more about your background. Let's begin with key issues you'll emphasize as the 24 SPE president. You've selected creating our energy future as your theme. Can you tell us about it? Yeah, great question. So, you know, over the course of the last uh, eight months or so, um, I've had the just distinct privilege to meet with multiple sections and student chapters. I've seen anniversary celebrations. I've led opening sessions at 50th anniversary at SPIDC. I've met with, uh, I've seen, I've hosted awards presentations. And, And one of the things that is just really exciting to me is that our members and our students uh, they're excited about the petroleum engineering profession that they're in, and they're excited about our industry. Um, but at the same time, they also recognize that things change, and that our oil that while oil and gas is going to be critical to the future, um, they also want to know kind of what is their place going to be, uh, particularly in the younger members, um, and where are we headed. And so, you know, I, I chose creating our energy future. I thought about your and my and things like that, but really, it's our. Um, and it really kind of has a hour has a twofold meaning to me. Um, first is is you and I and, and the members, the membership. 
Um, you know, we, we want to create our energy future. We want to understand how we're going to thrive and how we're going to excel and how do we participate. And, and we do that via our SP membership. Um, perhaps we can talk a little bit more about it, but, you know, I kind of liken it to a gym membership. Um, it's been very impactful to my professional career. Um, and I think that uh, it's important for the members to treat their SP membership like a gym membership. There's many things to offer at the gym and you're working on your personal well-being and your health. And SPE allows you to work on your professional development and your professional well-being. So the first part of that creating our energy future is, our future as members in the oil and gas industry and how do we thrive? And what does SPE help with that? How does SPE help? But the second part of that is SPE's future, our future as SPE as a society. So of course the board continues to work on that. We, I'm excited, you know, Mark Rubin set a wonderful foundation for us and now we have Simon Seaton coming on as our new CEO. Um, and I'm excited for where, we're, where we go next. Um, how do we continue to grow our membership? How do we continue to meet our members' needs? Um, and it's gonna take not only our ideas, but it's gonna take you know, the members' ideas and the input from everybody. Uh, because again, we are a member organization and a member society and we are here as SBE to meet the needs of the members. And so, so kind of just to recap, you know, at creating our energy future is, is our being, how do we thrive in the industry, in our industry, in our career, but then also how does SPE move ahead? Well, and along the lines of looking uh, toward the energy future, um, another component of that is the SPE Board of Directors approved its strategic plan just this past January. Uh, that plan also uh, looks ahead and plans SPE's role in approaching uh, the future and the, the industry. Could you share a bit about the process behind developing that plan and some of the key takeaways? Sure. So, you know, for those that aren't aware, every three to five years, um, the board sits down, or board and, and senior staff sit down and develop a strategic plan and relook. Um, and it, it, this particular plan, uh, you know, we got started on it in, in roughly Q3, Q4, 22 last year. And towards the end of the year and beginning of 2023, we rolled it out. Um, and, and really the process, it starts with an assessment of the current environment. Uh, and not just the current environment of what we're in, but also what are what is the current environment that their members find themselves in. So a, a quite a bit of, of ga data gathering and information gathering is done with the membership. Um, and, you know, this time around, what we found is that the members are are concerned about five things. I mean, they're concerned about you know, how, how are we as technologists going to continue to, to produce more and more oil and gas is going to be needed? And, you know, secondly, how are we going to implement new technologies? What are going to be the new technologies that, that help us do that? Third being, what is our place in the energy transition? And then last two are, you know, just again, how do we continue to attract students and, and, and others to our profession? Um, and then, of course, the ongoing image with the public. Nothing was surprising, probably, um, and maybe some of it's not even new, um, but it, it's always good to ground yourself in kind of what is the current environment. And then from there, we developed and looked at the mission. Does the mission still meet those uh, the needs of the members? Does the vision um, or our core values still in place? So we, we did actually make a reasonably 
a reasonable modification to our mission this year. Um, last time we went through this process, we added a few words, but this year we kind of reorganized it. But it's still generally the same. Um, it's still to provide technical information, to, uh, disseminate to technical information, and, and help our members uh, excel in their profession. Um, and then finally, the, the meat of it, it then becomes the, the strategy excuse me, the strategic plan becomes um, identifying, you know, what are the goals and, and the following objectives for implementing, a, you know, what is what do we see as our strategic goals? You know, we did identify our key stakeholders and, and the goals have to be associated with these key stakeholders. Those key stakeholders being our members, first and foremost, but also our members' companies, our sponsors and advertisers, our educators, our academia, and then lastly, our external stakeholders. So as we put together our goals, we have those stakeholders in mind. And I'm not going to go through all the goals, but each of the goals has objectives that were identified as critical. They need to be done now, immediate, they need to be done soon, and then uh, intermediate that would be done later. Um, we are actually in the middle of working through the implementation of the action items as we speak. And we will continue to be working on it. And again, it's a five-year, four to five-year plan. So it'll continue to evolve over time. But that's that's kind of how it works. Um, in the end though, again, it's, it's, um, it's how do we continue? It's the second part of our creating our energy future I was talking about, uh, and that's the SPE side of it. And I'd also like to just add here that the strategic plan is available on the SPE website uh, for anyone who would like to read more about it or see uh, more details about some of the highlights you just provided. Um, Terry, I'd like to ask you too, uh, what would you say to a student who would ask you, uh, why should I go into the oil and gas industry or why should I go into the energy industry? You yourself have weathered many up and down cycles over your years in the industry. What, what would you have to offer to a student's question about that? Great question. Well, first I would say that, you know, every, every year our world sets new records for energy usage. Um, we continue to grow the amount of energy that we need, um, and that's going to continue to grow. Grow. We have continuing pressure on more and more energy as the population increases, as the underdeveloped world or, say, the developing countries uh, continue to grow, um, you know, as they strive to, to meet the energy needs of their, their population energy needs are going to continue to grow. And, and currently, 80% of the energy is provided from fossil fuels. Um, that number has been pretty constant over the last decades, and, and it's really not going to change anytime soon. And, and really, in, fa in fact, if you look at a lot of projections, you'll see that the incremental energy that's needed is going to be supplied by renewables and non-oil and gas, non-fossil fuels, but they'll still be the base load need. So my, my point is... It, Oil and gas is going to be critical for the future. That said, we have to be able to not only provide affordable and reliable energy, but also ever decarbonized. And so there's the opportunity for our industry. And so, you know, as I as I talk to young student or students and young members, I try to explain to them that, you know, you're the future. Um, you know, entering those entering our workforce, they need to understand. You know, how are they going to stay abreast of the changing technologies, whether it's in oil and gas extraction or decarbonization? Um, it's important to 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 uh, 
to do that. And to and and we and I hope that what they'll see is that you know their SPE membership and and the things that offers the SP offers can help them meet those needs. They may not need to be experts in everything, but they are, it allows them to understand enough about topics that are important to our day that they can know when to deploy some of these other technologies. Um, so I, I think that's the advice I give. I mean, the last thing I'll, I'll say is that, you know, I, I try to encourage everybody to do th- four things, learn, participate, volunteer, and lead, learn as much as you can, right? Whether it's papers or attending conferences or, or, or webinars, participate in your local section, volunteer and then you'll find if you do those things you'll find yourself leading and it kind of then leads to what kind of i got out of spe as well thank you for that um what other thoughts would would you like to share perhaps some points that we haven't touched on that are particularly uh important to you or that you would like to emphasize to the membership our students uh and and our younger members too let me start by saying, kind of going back to the gym membership analogy, we all get different things out of SBE. I mean, if we go back to my career and what I've gotten out of SBE, I mean, it's been critical not only for the technical side of things and, and learning uh, and improving my technical expertise, um, but, but it's also been important to my soft skills. So, I mean, writing papers, presenting papers, um, being leader, a volunteer and a leader, I mean, I, I like to tell younger members, you know, while we all would like to be a CEO someday, we're not all going to be. And so, you know, for me, SP has provided professional development. Um, you know, I, I was I was leading the Dallas section long before I was a vice president at Carbo. And I think that those experiences have helped me. So so I think that going back to the, the gym membership, you know, we, we joined gyms, we joined health clubs. Uh, probably early in our lives, probably do them for fun. Later in our lives, we do it because the doctor told us we had to. Um, and so, but regardless, we, we join up, we do that for, for multiple reasons. I might go to ride the, the spin class. Someone else might go to swim. Someone else might go to the yoga class. But the bottom line is we're doing that for our physical well-being. And I think that we need to, tr- I, tr- I tend to think treating your SP membership is the same way. And that's what I want to try to impress upon people over the next, you know, months as we we do these podcasts is, um, you know, as you progress in your professional career, there are things and offerings that SP have and probably some that we haven't even thought of yet um, that will help you with your career. So so for me, for example, early in my career, I just you know, I, I kind of went to a few section meetings here and there. I went to topical conversations that I thought were important to me. Um, and then as I began to grow, um, I started attending and writing papers and attending more co- uh, conferences. And I started realizing how much that helped me technically, but also it helped me learn how to present. It made it learn, made me learn how to write technical writing. Um, and then, of course, I also recognized when I came to Carbo that it's important for us to to meet clients um, and, and go to exhibitions and advertising. And so then it became something a little bit different to me then. Um, and then as I, as I worked through that um, and I became a part of the Dallas section, 
um, you know, quite frankly, somebody came to me and said, would you be interested in serving on this committee? And, and of course I said, yes, um, because it's hard to say no in person. Um, and before you know it, I was the section chair. Um, and then that led to other things. So, I mean, I could go on and on on this, but the bottom line is, you know, these are the kinds of things that I think that help you personally. And, um, and that's what I hope that we can learn more about in the future on these podcasts is, is just talking about some of the things that, uh, the things that we may not realize that SP offers and, and how you can specifically help your career, maybe as a corollary, how it helped my career. Well, well, thank you, Terry, for giving us a glimpse of uh, your own career, your experience, and also your experience uh, over the years with uh, SPE. Uh, I'd like to mention now that Terry will be doing monthly podcasts, which you can find with transcripts on SPE's Journal of Petroleum Technology website and in the monthly digital edition of JPT, available on the first of each month. In October's podcast, Terry, I believe you will uh, share your thoughts about uh, the evolution of the energy transition and what does the future of petroleum engineering look like and how does uh, SPE fit in? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. And, uh, you know, I just want to, again, thank everybody, uh, the members, you know, the volunteers. Um, I can't tell you how excited I am when I meet people out in the the industry and in our society. And and, uh, I hope that uh, you will continue to to uh, volunteer and that together um, we can continue to create our your and our energy future. Thank you. We hope you have enjoyed this edition of the SPE President's Podcast, Creating Our Energy Future with Terry Palish. New episodes are posted at the beginning of each month, complete with transcripts on the Journal of Petroleum Technology website at jpt.spe.org.